All right, we're back with another episode of my podcast, A Lyrical Journey. I am your host, Hattie B. And you can find me on all social media platforms at Hattie B underscore writing. Okay, so my birthday is near, y'all. My birthday is near. So if you've been following me, then you know um, I got a lot going on for my birthday. So I'm trying not to talk too much on the podcast, which is hard to do since the podcast is a documentation of my journey from um or to become a songwriter a professional sought after songwriter so outside of that though I write all the time um I'm a thought writer what some people call poetry or uh, a poet I like to call myself a thought writer just because I really truly write down almost anything that pops into my head I don't pay attention to formatting or storyline in the sense of um how people kind of do an outline or, or something like that um and I guess because I've just gotten in the habit of writing that those things don't pop in my mind however I've been taking it upon myself to go back to you know fifth grade eighth grade area whatever and kind of pay attention to how they used to teach us to write and stuff like that and pay more attention to how I'm writing so that I can um so that I can learn new ways to write and kind of stay on top of myself as a writer and to get better with my craft so with all that being said I have definitely taken myself to new places, tried new things, done new things, um, and I'm really excited with everything that I have going on. And one of the things that I wanted to talk about today was about persistence. And um, when I first entered into the music industry, which I don't even know if I should say that because I don't know that I've actually entered into it because technically I've written one song that's done anything or um thus far and that was really off of the efforts of the artist and not myself so for me while I'm trying to step into the industry is what I should say having to build those connections has been the more um strenuous part of the journey just because really due to the fact that we can't go outside you can't go to networking events you can't go to events period to really build uh those connections and to meet people meet new people so i haven't had that experience now that i've decided to become a songwriter and to be a songwriter and while i have been home i'm definitely working on all the other techniques and the the actual creative part and trying to learn as much about the business as I can. Granted, I worked from home prior to COVID, but, um, and I, I didn't have any time off. Like, you know, a lot of people, um, had that time to be able to kind of discover themselves, rest and all that jazz. And I'm very much grateful and appreciate the fact that I've been able to work. Um, but I do want to, I make the time to learn and to um, execute on my ideas. So that's really where I'm at. So in trying to be persistent, I don't like coming off as a nag. 
And I think that for me, I am in the middle of what does persistence look like? You know, like if somebody tells me, if if someone asks me to do something for them and I say that I'm going to do it or they say, can you do it by a certain time? I'm very much a person of my word. You know, that's just how I was raised. That's how I maneuver. That's how I go about life, because I feel like at the end of the day, you only have your word you have, you know, and and your words are powerful when they're backed by action. So to me, if I tell you I'm going to do something and I don't do it, then I'm not a person of my word. I mean, it's I know it's really black and white in that in that regard, but I'm very much that kind of person. I I do what I tell you I'm going to do. Especially if it's something that someone else has asked me to do, especially if I've been requested to do it and I say yes. However, I'm not afraid of saying no. Um, I don't think that you should do anything just for the chance of being able to do it. I think it's very important that you don't overextend yourself or offer to do something that you really can't handle. And there's no, there's no hard feelings about the word no. I mean, we all get told no from, from some people, you know, it's hard to swallow, but nonetheless, we all get told no. So for me, um, being persistent when reaching out to people and connecting with people has kind of been my thing. Uh, last night was a prime example because um, I wanted to test something out. So I reached out to someone who I follow and um, they have a little live that they do every week or every other week. And so I wanted to reach out to, you know, say, hey, this is what I'm trying to do. Do you mind if I do it on your platform? And, you know, once they give you the goals, like, yay, kudos, you're all excited. And um, but then once it's time, nothing happens, you know. So I was bummed out because I did sit for three hours, which if you know me, that is a long time in which I could have been doing other things, Um, definitely could have been doing other things, but that's not entirely on that person. I definitely could have been doing other things in the wait time, but I was trying to make sure I was on it, make sure I was ready because this was such a big opportunity for me. And I looked at it as a big opportunity and a chance to really get out there and get the exposure. Um, So granted, that person does not owe me anything. No one owes you anything. And I hate to try to live my life as if anyone does. I just feel like if you say you're going to do something, then you should do it. So when people are like, well, you got to stay at it. You got to stay on it. You know, if you send out a message, send out a thousand messages to that person. It's like, for me, I feel like a nag. I do not like that feeling at all. So it's really hard to ask over and over and over and over and over and over again, like, who wants to do that? You know, and I get it. There are people out there that, you know, Oh, I emailed this person every day for a year straight before they ever replied to me. And for me, it's like after the third email, I would have been like, okay, moving on. (laughs) Probably 
even more truthful after the first one, just because I get it that everybody's time is important, especially when the ask is bigger than the give. That person is doing you a favor and not the other way around. So I do get it. However, in that same amount of time where I'm pressing this person, I could be creating an opportunity for myself. So my question to you guys is how do you handle um, being persistent? And do you ever feel like a nag? Do you ever feel like you've asked and asked and asked? They've responded. You got the yes that you were after. What should you do next? And what happens when that person doesn't hold up to their word? You know, so that's mostly what I've been dealing with in the past couple of weeks. Um, I'm trying to minimize that as much as possible, but I do realize that we don't have control over other people's actions. We only have control over our actions and how we respond to their actions. And I'm finding that I need to have a better response because I can't lie. I was bummed um, on the couple of occasions that this has happened to me. It just seems to be happening so frequently. (laughs) I mean, it's just like every time I turn around, I feel like, oh, it didn't happen. Or, Or, you know, especially in my situation where I have two small children, so I have to, if somebody says yes, you know, I need to make certain accommodations so that I can be prepared and they don't have to worry about kids screaming in the background or me being distracted or me having to stop because my kids have, you know, walked into the room or screaming my name, you know, especially because everything is done now via social media or online of some sort. So I have to make sure that my kids are preoccupied during whatever time that we have agreed on. I make sure that they don't need anything. You know, I have to make sure that, you know, of all those factors. So it's more than just they say yes and then don't do it. It's all the things I have to do to get prepared for the opportunity. And I just feel like I'm respecting your time. You should respect my time. You know, and I and the whole you don't owe anybody, nobody owes you, they don't have to. I get it. It's just if you can't do it or if you're not going to do what you say you were gonna do, a heads up is nice. You know, and so I've kind of been living in that and hoping that things will get better and really just maneuvering and pivoting how I need to in order to get what I'm after. So even if it can't be with the person that I initially thought that I would be able to, you know, connect with or whatever, and just trying not to have that other feeling on the other side of just the disappointment and being and being bummed out and feeling like, dang, you know, what, like, it must be something on my face. I must have a sign or something on my forehead. And they just like, yeah, so I know, yeah, can't do it, you know. Um, So that's where I've been. Um, I don't stay in that space, though. Let me tell y'all something, which is very, very, very important. Once a thing doesn't work out, Yes, of course you're going to feel it. Of course it's going to, you know, 
hit you in some kind of way. I'm speaking on it because I'm documenting the journey and because um, it's just part of the story. But I do not wallow. I'm not going to wallow in the fact that somebody didn't do what they said they were going to do. It's just, okay, boom, got it. It's in my mind. And I just keep moving because I really don't have the luxury to stop. I know and appreciate and understand that every day on this earth is a gift. Being human, having the creative mind that I have, having the talent that God has given me, being able to, you know, um, work on my craft, to be able to build on myself, to have the ability to learn more and do more. I understand that the time here is valuable, period. You know, because especially for me thinking that I'm taking away from time from my kids, from my husband, from my family to be able to build on this dream. So to me, time is extremely important. You know, so that persistence is in how I turn my persistence into how I utilize my talent. And I think that that's going to be what pushes me even further, that feeling of, okay, they said they were going to do, but they didn't. And now I have to create the opportunity for myself to get the results that, or to get the opportunity that I saw with that person. And now that just means I got to work three, four times harder than before, which I'm not afraid of. So that's just where I just triple down on myself at all, on all my strengths to create that opportunity for myself and create that space for myself. So that's why I don't waste time wallowing. I feel it. I let it happen. But I'm not going to sit here for days, for hours, like, why didn't this person and blah, 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 blah. You know, that's doing a lot for me just because, like I said, I got to keep it moving. I'm working over here. You know, I got things that I want to see happen in this lifetime. And um, we I was listening to Gary Vaynerchuk this morning. Um, he has tea with Gary B. And I was listening to him. And this was literally the best show, y'all. The best show was today, Friday. Okay, it was the best show for me because it's, I felt like it spoke to me. Gary Vaynerchuk is what I call my digital mentor. He doesn't know me. I've never met that man. That man couldn't pick me out of a lineup. If he tried, he knows absolutely nothing about me. But he has inspired me so much and in such a way that makes me feel like I'm not doing enough and I can give more and I've always been a humble person and understand where I came from but I never let that hold anything to where I'm going and I don't even bring up I don't even really speak on the things of the past as much as I build off of the excitement that I have for the future so to hear somebody like Gary V who's Mind, I don't want to say it's scattered because it's an organized scatter like me. Like I have things 
building up in my mind about things that I want to do, business ideas, all sorts of things, like all sorts of ideas. Y'all, I'm literally working on so much all at one time, but everything is very much organized. It's very much in its right place. I can pick out exactly what that thing is. I can talk about exactly that thing and still have the other ideas. And to see somebody who is at the level of success that they are and wondering if that will ever be me, I feel like I'm getting choked up, y'all. I'm getting emotional because y'all just do not know. I sit at a desk, okay? I sit and I work um, and I do data entry. But what's really great is that I see myself in other places that I feel like I would be happy. It would just make me happy to be able to live off my creativity and build that life. Ooh. So um, seeing Gary Vee have that level of success not saying that I want to be, you know, all in the public eye and everything like that, but having that level of success from where he came from and where he started from and building up his family because that was my initial dream was I wanted to use all of my talents to build up my family to to a place where um, financial freedom was at the top, you know, and they didn't have any wants or any worries when it came to money because it was a struggle, you know. I'm one of nine kids, and we have a big family, and I love my big family. But there's no family with all its problems and, and its struggles and everything like that. So I wanted so badly to be the be the one to get us to that to that next level. And so seeing him and knowing that he puts everything that he got into what he does and he loves it so much it's like sitting at that desk I'm busting out at the seams y'all like of my skin trying to get to that next level trying to really use my talent in every way I can think of and and, in ways I never thought I could and I just want to be creative and be able to share that I didn't even think I would ever share it before especially my writing because that was my escape so now it's just like man I got all these ideas please God don't tell me it's for nothing you know and I'm so passionate about so many things and so is he you know so him not even knowing me and having that much impact on my life, it's so awesome. Like, and I just can't wait. I can't wait to the day that I do get to meet him. Sorry, y'all. I'm so sorry. But yeah, so when that day does come, I just hope I can hold my shit together. <laughs> That's really what it kind of boils down to. I just. Out of all the people that, you know, I grew up listening to, watching, that's been a part of my life. And um, 
he definitely makes me feel like, I mean, I always know it's okay to be myself, but I don't know. I don't even know if I have the right words to describe the feeling of just being able to see somebody who is kind of all over the place like you and talks with extreme energy and is energetic and is happy and it's all those things you know and he shows you all the parts of you know everything isn't always so happy but everything isn't gloomy and putting things in perspective and making sure that that perspective leads you to happiness not just a dollar amount you know and that's where I'm trying to be I'm trying to be in a place where I'm able to live off of my creativity, be happy, and not worry about money. And 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 that's just how he makes me feel. So the persistent game, making sure I am always working on my craft, which my number one gift and or craft that I think is at the top and what everybody tells me, the thing that comes most naturally to me is writing. I've been writing for a long time. Even though I didn't think I was good enough to write on a level of, you know, being a published author or um, even like poetry, I never felt good enough to be called a poet just because I I really felt that those people were extremely talented and... (laughs) I never, I rarely ever memorize a poem that I've written, ever. It's really hard to do for me because I'd have to sit there and read it so many times and say it out loud so many times before I ever memorize it because I literally write every single day. Every day, I write. There are no days that I don't write. I write every day. So... Um, otherwise, you you know, I don't know how healthy I would be, (laughs) but I'm sorry that I got choked up for a moment and got completely just, that was not a sad anything. That was just me like really realizing just, and knowing, and I already realized, but, but just knowing, you know, sitting at that desk, it cannot be for nothing. Like all these dreams and visions cannot be for nothing. And if you know me personally, anybody that is close to me and that knows me, and even if you're not close to me, but you've talked to me, you know that my dreams are huge. You know, they're they're gigantic, and I'm just trying to get there. I'm just trying to get to the other side. So this is one of my most passionate, most dearest things to my heart that I've always wanted since I was a little girl, since I was a five-year-old that wanted to learn how to play the piano, but my parents couldn't afford it when I wanted to. So I did not ever learn really. I started taking classes once I got older, but uh, I had to stop just because we fell on hard times. But wanting to write songs for other people has been the thing that I've wanted my whole life. So this journey 
in particular is special to me and it's why I'm documenting it because knowing and seeing the journey I think makes the difference and for me to be able to go back and see you know what I, where I was what all that I went through I'm in my 30s you know and I was so particular when I was young and what I wanted in life and when I was going to get it by and how I was going to do this and everything felt a shit y'all everything felt a shit I didn't get any of those things the way that I wanted how I wanted when I thought I was going to get it none of that got my heart broke it was ugly it was a lot of things and all those things were necessary all those things were necessary so that I could have different perspectives and be able to write from different angles the same story I literally practice that I literally do that intentionally I will write the same story down but from different POVs like all the time because stories get told one-sided when you hear it from the one person no matter who's telling the story it's always that person's perspective and how that person felt you know and I like to hear the facts then interject those feelings and emotions of how that person that's telling the story felt but first I need to know what happened without the rest because the the person usually isn't there to tell their side of the story and just like I heard all through my childhood, there's three sides to every story. Yours, the other person's, and then God's, which is the truth. So I um, started writing like that in my 20s and started just writing from all those different angles. And now I'm sure that with everything that I've been through and the way of the world and seeing the things that are happening within the world that writing for me it's always a journey and a process that I'm willing to go through always so sorry that I got all emotional on y'all like that uh, but I really Gary V Gary V if you ever listen to this okay if you ever listen to this know that you have been impactful in my life and I appreciate you and I thank you. And to everybody that has been listening and everybody that rocks with me and supports me, I love and appreciate y'all so much. And you only get one life. You get one life. Shoot your shot. Fear used to hold me back. Fear used to cripple me. The thought of failing used to cripple me and make me not want to do it and and it's not or that it made me not want to do it, but it made me fearful of doing it, of doing whatever I felt at the time. And now it's everything. Forget fear. It's everything. Anything I think of, I'm going after. I don't care what it is. I'm going. Obviously, within reason, illegal stuff. So that's just a disclaimer. I had to put that out there just in case, you know, no criminal things. But just saying. So I hope that um, y'all do the same thing. I hope that I can inspire somebody the way that Gary Vee has inspired me and the people in my life push and inspire me in all their beautiful ways that they do. 
I hope that I can be that for someone someday. I pray that everybody gets a chance to really live out their dreams, that they at least attempt to go for it. Like, you got to start. That's important. Live out your dream, no matter what it is. You need to chase that sucker until you own it, period. So if you're on the same journey like me and you're, you know, um, trying to become a songwriter, hit me up. You know, I'm definitely down for the collab. I put out more pieces um, of things that I've written and and stuff that I'm working on soon. Uh, but if you if you got time, if you listen to the podcast, hit me up on any social media platform um, at Hattie B underscore write in. That's H A T T I E B underscore W R I T I N. And I'm definitely going to message you back. Like, hit me up. Uh, I appreciate y'all. Thank you for listening.